In 2005, Andy Samberg joined the cast of Saturday Night Live, alongside newcomers Bill Hader and Kristen Wiig. They replaced one-season player Rob Riggle and helped fill the maternity leaves of Tina Fey and Maya Rudolph. Their addition was a good sign for the future of SNL. For many cast members, like Tina Fey, Rachel Dratch, and Chris Parnell, it was their last season, and there weren't many cast members left from the Will Ferrell-led casts of the early 2000s. But these three new hires would go on to be SNL All-Stars, who were the backbone of great SNL cast in the late 2000s and early teens. More importantly, though, it introduced the world to The Lonely Island, the web comedy team Andy Samberg was on, alongside SNL writers Yorma Tacone and Akiva Schaefer. In their first season, they had an early viral video with Lazy Sunday, and in the next season, they would win an Emmy for Dick in a Box. This rocket of success led quickly to a movie offer, a Will Ferrell rejected script that they took on and made their own. A box office failure, it was a rapid cult classic and kicked off a movie star career of Sandberg and the directing career of Akiva Schaefer. Babe, wait, we're talking about Hot Rod. Cool beans! This is Best Pictures, the podcast where we pick our favorite movies for every year we've been alive. I'm Cody Lunsford, and I'm joined, as always, by... I'm Chad. Gods of War! May your hammer be mighty! I'm Mark Watlington. That's really good. The thing is, there could have been a thousand, like, two-person oh, fairly things we quotable. could have done. This movie yeah. is incredibly I mean, there's, quotable. There's two instances of them doing, like, a weird pre-fight ritual that we could have mm-hmm. Right. We could have also done the ancestors protect me, may they protect you line. Right. Um, we could have all done different line readings of cool beans we, yeah. we could have said that we're both here to party that's actually yeah. what we should have done is yeah. i'm chad yeah. and I like to party <laughs> we really should have yeah. like to party that, in fact that is the one i expected yeah yeah <laughs> um but you know we we like to we like to keep people guessing I, so. sometimes me and chad will like text each other while watching the movie quotes that we have in mind and I thought about doing that. Hold on, five no, minutes shut up. In okay, that that has Sorry. never happened. I, no, I happened. <laughs> Cody, you're not in those texts. That has happened. Okay, was, but every time early. I show up to record to this podcast, you guys are like, "Wait, what's the quote by, that we're doing?" By, by this, I mean maybe every third movie, Chad okay, will text okay. me while and watching the movie. <laughs> we were better in the early years of uh, best yeah. pictures at doing this. Yeah, and at okay. making best pictures. Um, but I realized no, about five minutes into better. this movie, I realized about five minutes in that I could not just text Chad every line that I liked. Oh, yeah, you did text it was... me and said, like, there's a lot of options. You, you did send me yeah. text. Um, so for the next hour and a half, I hope you all want to hear three white boys just uh, quote a comedy movie from 2007 over and over. Hey, and do we, you we're remember, not talking about the plot. We you, will just say the rem- quotes. Do you remember the, the part uh, where... Uh, Bill Hader says his name is Voltron. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Do you remember? (laughs) Hey, I found this acid, (laughs) but I can't do it. Okay, this is this is. Yeah, that's. We should probably talk about three other movies first, (laughs) and then get back to the points. We should, but I should explain what we're even doing here. And oh, have you? Yeah, I mean, talked about what the podcast is yet? Okay. No, I mean, I always do that intro line, which kind of lays it out, but I always yeah. hit them twice more for emphasis because I want to explain. Normally, we pick our favorite movies for every year we've been alive, and I will pick one, Chad will pick one, Mark will pick one. We'll look at what the Academy picked, and then, hey, guys, sometimes we throw in a bonus. And by sometimes, I mean literally every time we have thrown in a bonus of some sorts. And, used to uh, be the Razzies. 
It used but to be then, the Razzies, and then it broke us. Yeah, Harvey and now Weinstein it is just... really, really upset us. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Um, Alan it's probably Smithy. the worst thing he's ever done is make that movie. Well, um, mm. Mm, um, so it, now, now we just kind of talk about whatever movie uh, strikes our fancy. Um, and it was Hot Rod uh, this particular time. But before we talk about that, we're going to talk about what we have watched at our home megaplexes recently. Um, and let's start, let's start with Chad. Okay. <laughs> so um, I'm in a bit of a holly jolly Christmas spirit these days. Um, yeah, you, okay, hold on. Let's talk about it. Yeah. We're on Zoom. Mm-hmm. I can see that you are wearing a sweater. I'm okay? wearing a Christmas sweater, yeah. I'm not a scientist, but I don't think it's cold in Los Angeles currently. It's colder than you think, probably. Like I, the can, high... I get a, can I get a, a temperature read from you right yeah, now? Give me a temp check. Uh, let's this let's is the... see what it says. Let's on... just do this for all the boys right now. Yeah, let, we're playing right. a new game, a new segment on our podcast called Temp Check. Temp Check, 57 degrees. Oh, right. okay. now to be fair, it is much earlier for you in the day than it is for us. Like the sun is right. probably yeah. s- still up uh, for you, or is no, it like it, bright-ish it, it's outside? It's been setting like at five. It's been really upsetting. Gotcha. Um, oh, gotcha. Yeah. It is nine o'clock where we are to set it in context. And, and six it. o'clock where I am. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, Mark, give uh, me it that is temp check. 43 degrees here, although it Jesus. was probably around 50s when uh at six o'clock so like the time that chat is right now yeah well let me at nine o'clock okay yes, it's going please. it's only going mm-hmm. down to uh 54 according to the app but at midnight it'll be 53 so um so uh so tim check uh for for the florida boy it is 64 uh which is a little chilly for over here uh the high tomorrow is 79 Jeez. well that's the other thing like it's it's almost like a cliche i've seen it online a lot especially this fall to christmas season is that 60 degrees in los angeles is like colder than 30 degrees in new york city or some other like it just it doesn't make sense but it just no. does like it just feels <laughs> right, right, right. colder when it's like gets down to below 60 no it, it's 60 feels cold in florida it really does yeah um, i think it's on the coasts it does like close to the ocean i think yeah. the closer you are to the ocean i am I mean, not it's, a scientist it's it's windier <laughs> i can see this argument also you yeah. just aren't used to it being it, cold. that's the like you don't know what it's what like it to be actually cold yeah, it's kind of like think, how like when it's 60 degrees in the fall, I'm like, ooh, got to get a sweater. And when yeah. it's 60 degrees mm-hmm. in the spring, I'm like, t-shirt time. Yeah, yeah. Like, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. That makes it, sense. It, it, things get skewed. My um, uh, my first summer, or not my first summer, my first winter in LA, I yeah. was definitely the guy like, why is everybody wearing jackets? Because it's not even cold. But I have turned into wow. a, a baby who needs warm jackets. A little diapy? Oh, I need jackets. a little diapy too. <laughs> Great. Hey, talk, hey, talk about the movie. Right. So I'm in the about. Christmas spirit. Um, November. Speaking of being a little baby. <laughs> right, right. Right. November 1st, we put up the tree. Uh, we were just ready for it this year. And that's included some Christmas movie watching. I, we, I watched The Holiday for the first time. And Not more recently, great. it's fine. It's uh, fine. It's whatever. There were some cute, charming parts. Yeah. Um, hey, hold on. Which uh, which segment is best? Which of the two storylines is the best one? There is a correct answer. Uh, Kate Winslet. Is she the one with Jack Black? Yes. 
but that's that not might the, be the right answer. I actually don't know what the right answer is. I forgot. But like the part, the stuff with Jack Black is the least interesting. It's more her with like the older guy. It's like the mm, yeah, story. Disagree. That stuff is disagree. Good. I like the. I I like her and Jack Black together. I don't like the old writer, and I really like the England stuff. I like the England, the England stuff, stuff is fun. but Cameron Diaz is Jude a Law's, little miscalculated. Jude Law is a fun dad. Jude yeah. Law with the kids is yeah. great, but yeah, yeah I agree that the the casting with with Cameron Diaz is a little off. Yeah, I don't, I don't uh, know. She's fine. She's pretty. She's good. fine, but it just yeah. feels not quite what the rest of the movie is doing. Agree. If that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. But anyways, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about another little holiday classic uh, uh-huh. came out this year on Disney Plus, the Lego Star Wars Holiday Special. Yeah. Uh, about Life Day. And it takes place after the rise of Skywalker. And kind it, of. Kind of. <laughs> like it does, but <laughs> it's. I don't think they fully knew what the rise of Skywalker was going to be when they is, wrote it. Specifically like it? the Palpatine stuff. Yeah. There's kind of no reference made to it kind of at all. Right. Well, there, there's, reference, there's, there's one little joke where uh, someone says at one point, like now you'll never be able to come back or something like that. Oh, like, okay. Like the, the last Jedi timeline, Kylo Ren says that to Palpatine. Right. Like, I, I, I don't never come back. Again. I don't think they knew that Ray was a Palpatine. That's that's probably true because there's no reference to it. But, but doesn't yeah. she have time, a yellow lightsaber at some point? She, she does. Has, the whole time she has the yellow lightsaber. Um but and... I'm kind of wondering like what did like Lucasfilm tell Lego when they started working on it. You know? I don't know. It's not that who knows. Important. It's but... really not. But it, it just is like there's a lot of like family stuff in it and for them to make no reference to that felt a little strange yeah. i don't know um but yeah pose trying to throw a good life day party on the millennium falcon and ray is trying to train finn as a jedi so there is mm-hmm. that they knew that too yeah the, true yeah, okay that, so maybe they did know yeah. maybe i'm talking out of my ass yeah. they just didn't want to talk about the palpatine mm-hmm. stuff so Rightfully she travels so. through yeah. time to learn about how other Jedi masters trained people. Yeah. And it's just fine. It's yeah. okay. It's just kind of like, a, hey, remember when this happened in the prequels? Hey, remember when this happened in the original movies? Hey, remember The Last Jedi? Hey. Right. There's a, a couple good jokes in it that really made me laugh. I think... I agree with you, but right now I'm struggling to remember. What there is one where they were like, "This is more disastrous than Jar Jar Binks's like Senate, uh, oh, <laughs> like yeah, Senate yeah, that, that career." Was, that was pretty, was there was stuff like that. Yeah. I don't know, but again, um, it was just kind of like, "Remember this." <laughs> A little bit. I mean, it's it's a holiday special. Like they're not really yeah, yeah. ever going to like challenge you does it, too much. Does it have references to the original holiday special? Oh, just that they celebrate yes. Life Day and the and like Chewbacca's extended family shows up. Yeah, um, his entire family yeah. is in it, and they're the family from the original. So yeah. there's that piece of it. Yeah. Um, uh, uh Poe is running around trying to cook uh Yipnip the entire time. I think that's yeah. the name of it. Um, something which like is that, yeah. something that I have eaten at Galaxy's Edge, and it's really delicious. I get it. I, like, I don't it's, remember it's if that's great. what I had when I went there and ate. 
It's like the oh, chicken. It's like a little taco tender thing. Looking thing. No. Oh no. Okay. No, that's no. a that's a ronto or that's a ronto roaster thing. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's what yeah. It was. It's mine. Mine <laughs> was endor. <laughs> Mine's. Yeah, y'all are a bunch of fucking nerds. It's endorian. Yep. Nep. Mark loves Lego. I don't know why. I do love he Lego. Hasn't I just watched this. Yet. I, yeah. I haven't gotten around to it. I also haven't watched the rest of the Lego Star Wars stuff. See, I wish that this like storyline. Yeah. Wasn't connected to Life Day really. Mm. And I wish it was a video game. I wish this was the approach <laughs> to Lego Star Wars video Chad, game is the time travel thing. That way you can make uh, all the free play stuff make sense. Fair. I think that we can all agree that we wish that Lego had put out a Star Wars video game this year, which they have not, <laughs> although they did promise yeah, to do that. They did. Well, they well, did. they put so now it's pushed to the spring, but it's only on next gen consoles, boys. So I don't is know. Is it on Switch? So we're going to have to. Uh, it'll probably be on Switch, yeah, actually. And you guys true. have Switch. That's but true. if we want to cross play, I will. Look, I love the Lego movies and the Lego video games as much as the next guy, if not more. Uh-huh. I'm not going to buy a PS5 for a Lego video game. That's <laughs> fine. You shouldn't buy a PS5 for a Lego video game. Yeah. <laughs> like at some I, point, if you want to upgrade it, I will fly to Florida to play a Lego video game, <laughs> but I will not buy a PS5. Yeah. Uh, no. Yeah, if you I make mean, like a long weekend out of it and yeah, try to yeah. 100% it, you know, I, I like I, maybe go to Disney World. I, I yeah, think you have time. Yeah. Oh, definitely. I I think both of you will end up getting PS5 sometime in the future, just not anytime soon. I'm sure I, think, I will. I'm not in a rush. Yeah, you know? not in a rush. In the There's no place, reason yeah. to be. Um, like Chad's big sale is going to be he kind of wants to play Spider Man and there's a Harry Potter mm-hmm. game and things like that. Mark's big sale is it's a nice 4K Blu ray player, which will make his yeah. 4K TV even better. So, um, honestly, I have next, a 4K uh, Blu ray player. Did you really? I hadn't bought one yet, which is why no, it I made bought sense one. To me. I like bought a bunch of 4Ks and a Blu ray player and then realized I had to buy a 4K HDMI cable. Yes. Um, Yes. Oh, I, I didn't I know that. This TV. They have a specific yeah. 4K HDMI cable. Yeah, they mm. do. the The PS5 came with it, obviously. Like, oh, that makes sense. It. But um, you you can use a normal HDMI cable. It's just but not going to output as as well. It. So yeah, you, uh, you my, want to get a 4K. My uh, Blu-ray player wouldn't like it. Just didn't output at all. Oh, with, interesting. Yeah. Hmm. This has been Tech Talk. Um, yeah. Before, oh, and if you're wondering the difference between a, like an HDMI cord and a 4K <laughs> HDMI cord, the difference is about twenty dollars. <laughs> yeah, I mean <laughs> they visually look the exact yeah. same. It's I literally confusing. bought like a 18 inch cord because yeah. I didn't want to drop a ton of money on a cord. Yeah. Um, so before Chad was saying he didn't he, like he lo- he didn't love the Lego. Um, yeah, I think in my head I kind of compare it to like the Lord and Miller uh, right Lego movie or even like Lego Batman right stuff like that. Which I and told you was a bit unfair because probably, what I think you should yeah. compare it to no joke and this is why it was fine with me. Compare it to Lego video game cutscenes. That, like that's what it felt like to me. Yeah, it felt it, on par with like that. that. Well, yeah. but there was and, also like a whole Lego Star Wars TV show. I think, and I think it is, is basically yeah. on par mm-hmm. with the cutscenes yeah. of Lego video games. And like, if I'm honest, if I compared this to like episodes of the Clone Wars that I've seen, this might be a little <laughs> bit better. <laughs> There's parts of the Clone Wars that get good. 
is I believe what people it. like say. It's, yeah, I'm I'm in season four and it's just starting, so it's it's a hard show. Yeah, to it's frustrating because like Mandalorian, which I've also been watching, um, is now referencing and bringing in characters from the Clone Wars, and that makes me want to go back and watch it. But it's like you, it's tough, man. The animation is not great. I, I don't like seasons. how it looks. Yeah. You could, for real, just watch all the Mandalore episodes. Like, there's there's things oh, really? that tell you how to on that, and that's all you need for Mandalore. I, I feel that... like I have a pretty good grasp on Ahsoka, who's apparently coming up, and, like, yes. what her character is. Right. I feel like I understand her enough to where I'll be able to track the Mandalorian, but... I, I think so. I think it's just the Mandalore stuff that they're really starting to reference now and where that's going to go, and that's yeah. a set of like six episodes, and then maybe Rebels for where Ahsoka gets to, if you have the like... Um... Oh, okay. I didn't know she was in Rebels. Oh, sorry. Spoilers. But No, that's fine. Yes. I mean, I wasn't going to watch Rebels probably. Yeah, she because, she's... Yeah. Um, our, our, our good friend on our sister podcast, Purely Nostalgia, our good friend Eli Smith swears by Rebels. He says it's significantly better. I've seen the season of Rebels, and I liked it more than the four seasons of uh, Clone Wars that I watch. Yeah. Um, but enough about these freaking tunes. Let's talk yeah. about like movies about with real, importance. Let's real talk about things. real films. And by films, I mean TV. Hey, what did you watch, Mark? <laughs> I watched... Um, I it's technically a TV show. It, it's but a TV. It, it is two hours long. Uh-huh. Uh standalone. Standalone. None of but the in other an characters will be in any of the other movies of the season or episodes of the season. Uh-huh. It premiered at a film festival. Yeah. Um, and is shot by an Academy Award director. But it TV. But it's TV. <laughs> um it it's small acts on Amazon Prime and BBC, which is a series of five movies directed by Steve McQueen about West Indie immigrants to uh, London between yeah. the sixties and the eighties. Yeah. Um, and so the the episode that's out at the time of recording is Mangrove. Uh, by the time of release, there will also be Lovers Rock, and yeah. there are three episodes coming out weekly after that. I think they drop on Fridays. I want to say. Uh, they're airing l- live on the BBC before they're coming to a- Amazon Prime. Um, Maybe it's Mondays. I'll check. Uh, it's n- it's not Mondays because uh, there would have been a new one today and there wasn't. Okay, I'll check. You keep you keep talking. Um, but so the first episode was Mangrove. It's about a like a a, a cafe owned. Uh, by a West Indian immigrant. Uh, and for people who don't know, like me, the West Indies are like Jamaica because you remember the British were dumb when they found islands to the West of them. They were like, this must be India. And uh, it wasn't. Um, so basically just like, you know, Trinidad, Barbados, Jamaica, those those types of immigrants going back to England. Um, and, you know, it, it's basically a story of police brutality and then fighting back, and then the court case about that. The second half of the movie is basically very similar to Trial of the Chicago 7, um, but black and English. Uh, And it's really good. Steve McQueen is a fantastic director, um, and I I like how after he got completely snubbed for Widows, he said, fuck y'all, I'm going to win some Emmys. Yeah. Uh, Widows. (laughs) What a good movie. It's pretty good, but did he really get snubbed? 
kind of. I mean, yeah, it, it was an expectation that he like people thought he was going to get nominated for it. I think that movie. Oh, did he not get? I thought he got nominated, just didn't win. So. No, no. It didn't get any nominations. He didn't get a at single all. nomination for the entire movie. Gotcha. Yeah, that's why it felt it like a snub. Should have had. Maybe a performance something. or two. Or At something. least a performance. Yeah. If yeah. not like, like a, a screenplay. Because there's 10 noms in that. Yeah. Like, or a director or I could a see a screenplay. Picture, I could see performance. Like, I could see a best picture nom. It's, I thought it's it got nominated crazy. for at least no. one of the... Okay, okay. So you yeah, didn't have a, any nominations. That, that is some yeah. bullshit. Yeah. It's, I, it's, I, I wish... It deserves better. Um, Gillian Flynn had an Oscar nom and she doesn't because she didn't get one for gone girl either uh it's okay i'm doing all right i'm very annoyed um but yeah i i'm very interested in the show i want to check it out it does release on friday so you were right about yeah. that mark i just think it's crazy why does every show have to release well, on fridays so they air on the bbc on sundays because right. when i was looking uh to like plan out when i was gonna watch this show mm. i was like oh a new episode comes out uh, on Sunday, so I can like watch the first episode Monday and like the second episode Tuesday. But yeah, they the air date is different in England is different than the release date. Right, in right. I'm actually watching a British show, but uh, they had released the entire thing in the in Britain before it came over. Um, I hate Susie, that Billy Piper show. I'm watching it and it's really good. But they they released the full season, which I think is yeah. what they did with Fleabag as well before it like came over. Um, and for um, for small acts as well, they aired th- I think three movies or three episodes at New York mm, Film Festival. Yeah, uh, which is where a lot of critics saw it. Yeah, I I really want to check it out. It it sounds really interesting. It's a yeah. you know obviously a large undertaking because they are two hours a piece. That's um, what's nice about them coming out weekly is that you like it's not like you have to watch five uh two hour movies in a weekend you know it's like oh right. i can watch, watch a movie a week that's not as bad yeah you can kind of spread it out a little bit um, more and in uh cape check this movie has Letitia wright in it uh yep. and a bunch of other, other actors i didn't recognize but yeah always fun to see her yeah she's good she was also in black mirror another british anthology tv series she's in mm-hmm. the that that episode that's like you guys remember Black Mirror? Um, it's actually an episode I like a lot, but it is like, look at all these Black Mirror references. Uh, Wait, yeah. What episode was it? Uh, Black Museum. Oh, yeah, that's when I stopped watching. Oh. That's the season I, I don't the first I season I didn't one. watch all of. Oh, <laughs> that season's good. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I, British actors get taught, like, used a lot. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like there's a small pool that gets pulled from. Oh yeah, they show More up in so a lot than, of things, yeah. and like, and they, they. Like if you watch any British thing, probably you're gonna see at least one person from Harry Potter, just because right. the pool is only so big. Well, and there seems to be a little less of ego involved, where they're like, mm. "No, we'll do, we'll do a." I mean, now, like you know, famous people are doing TV shows, but you know, British people right. would be on TV, and then. Be well, on a I mean, I didn't really dive into the cast of. Um, Mangrove, other than just recognizing her, but I don't, I really didn't recognize anyone else in it. My yeah, um, but also, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna let him out. I'm, okay. I'm face blind, so I could have missed someone. Um, yeah, I, uh, yeah, I'm interested to check it out. Um, Britain really had a hold on 
like what TV would have evolved to because they were kings of doing um, like eight Mini episode series, series yeah. and then coming back a bit later, which is kind of how all TV works now. Um, cool. I'll check out Mangrove. Um, I watched Freaky. Yep. There's a horror movie out and it's pretty good. So that title is like based on Freaky Friday, right? A billion percent. Yeah. Yes. I figured. Yeah. yeah that that's, Is there that's any other reason to call that movie Freaky? No, it's it's fully because it's playing yeah. off of Freaky Friday. Okay. It looks um, really good. I'm really looking forward to seeing this. I, I would have rented it by now if it was possible to rent it. Uh, it's a universal release, which means it should be Peacock? out shortly. Peacock Premium? No, but Universal has that deal with theaters where after a certain that their window is a lot smarter or smaller before they can get uh gotcha beyond rentable. Were I'm they troll? Were they that. Trolls World Tour? Were they that? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So they were like they were the ones with like the standoff with like AMC. Right, but like, now they have signed a deal with AMC where it can go to theaters for a bit, but the exclusivity cool. window is a lot shorter. So. Um, but it's, I'm really it's, looking forward to seeing it. it. It's really good. It's from the director of Happy Death Day, um, which I think we've talked about on this podcast before of really, really yeah, liking. And it's a similar vein where it's like playing with some tropes and um, having a horror element. Um, you know, like that one was Groundhog Day, but horror movie. This one is Freaky Friday, but horror movie. Um, it and, is really interesting. I haven't thought about that these are horror movies playing with pre-existing comedies, not pre-existing horrors. Like, exactly. Like Scream is like a play on like the slasher film. Yes, it's uh, playing Cabin on the, horror movies. Cabin yeah. in the Woods is playing on horror movies, but these are playing on comedies. Right. Which is but they're really interesting. Adding adding horror into yeah. it. Yeah. Um I I think the two performances at the center of it, um, Catherine Newton and Vince Vaughn are really good. And they're really fun. Um, it's not a perfect movie. There's there's a lot of things that just kind of don't work as well to me. You know, a lot of just kind of, I don't know, like half-baked side characters a bit because mm-hmm. they just need bodies to slice up, oh. basically. Um, <laughs> I feel like uh, Happy Death Day had a bit of that with half-baked side characters. I feel like you wanted to have a lot of like suspects of who could be. Yeah, I think that's true, but I think there were enough in Happy Death Day that popped a little bit more because I think like Tree is great and then her Mm -hmm. like eventual boyfriend is great and then like... The boyfriend's roommate is a lot of fun. Yes, the mean sorority sister. You get a lot of fun. really good. You get a lot of fun repetition too, just through the right right yeah. and, and also like when, when you kill someone in that movie they don't have to stay dead that's true right um yeah there there was a lot of like hey let's make these people who die really really horrible so you don't feel bad that they're dead gotcha. um like but, that but, mean lady with the cell phone in jurassic world always checking her cell phone she deserved to die that you bring up horrible. that that's the worst um <laughs> because but, that was like the attempt there and they whiffed it like, sucks she was, was not bad. nearly mean enough to for us to be like yay that. 
Yeah. Um, but I, I think the the main actors at the center of Freaky yeah. are good, um, including like her friends and her mom and her sister. It also does a similar thing to Happy Death Day where it has a surprise, like really emotional core to it. Because mm. um, if you remember with, I'm not going to tell you what it is, I'm freaky, but if you remember in Happy Death Day, it was her mom had died. Yeah, and, and her yeah. relationship with her dad, I know, was like a big yeah exactly what frustrated me about that movie is she had that uh that like conversation with her dad that like was like the first time they had really talked about her mom and like everything and it was like really positive and then she like died again and then then it reset and then she had to go through it one more time and she didn't right in the now real world she didn't have that conversation with her dad so her dad doesn't have the same catharsis she has that she's has yeah i mean she could always have it later true yeah. but that like, she knows it was just funny it's not like yeah. i don't want to like cinema um so yeah that's that's what we watched the megaplex but let's talk hey, about speaking of cinema sins they can point out some cinema sins about hot rod um, okay right like what? if you fall down a hill that far you're gonna die oh yeah ding. sure <laughs> i guess ding. that's true ding. um yeah w- wonderful mark um hey you're I- not gonna drown after 40 seconds ding uh, bung, bung, i mean you, i'm re- listen i'm bung. very 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 tired so if you guys just want to do hey, this for the rest of that episode Cody, I'll just go ahead did you and not head off pick to up bed. on did you not pick up on the ref what ref we were doing cinema sins, but we were also doing the scene in Hot Rod where they're imitating the sound of the bell. Yeah, <laughs> I get. I guess. I guess. I get it. I guess yeah. it's it's a good joke. So we watched Hot Rod, and we chose this movie because uh, we had to choose a movie really quick because we, we fucked up. <laughs> we fucked up and didn't uh, know when the movie we wanted to choose actually came out. Um, uh, Paranormal Activity did not come out in 2007. <laughs> Turns nope. out it played one film festival, yeah. and that is what one the website we look at for everything went with. Yep. Um, but. So we had to pivot quick and Mark and Chad yelled at me very, very loudly and quickly to do Hot Rod as I was. I, I feel like this was movie, almost my choice. I think it right. was probably all of our second choice. Um, Possibly. It's high up there for me. I don't know if it was second necessarily, but I mean, it's a good flick. It's real good. <laughs> Yeah. It was basically tied for number one for me. My second would have been Ratatouille, which I covered on Live and Let Cry. So I couldn't do that. New one. episode just came out or will come just out? Just came out. It just comes out, out on Friday. Yeah. By the way, Chad. Yep. Just so you yeah. Know. Eli sent me the email. Okay, perfect. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, you guys want to let me do Transformers, <laughs> which I didn't even really argue for. I just said I mean, Transformers. <laughs> It was like revolutionary visual effects. I mean, that's just not what I... Revolutionary asshole effects. Like, We've effects already talked good. about a Michael Bay movie, No, they though. do. We... There's there's some really impressive shots in there that were like revolutionary for the time. Like, I But I'm not the one to the like talk about that. The design is so bad now. Like, especially Bumblebee, which does a simplistic design. See, that's what you could have heard is just that annoying nerd shit for an hour. But now oh, you get to hear how you'd, how you'd right. hear me in a high pitched voice saying, I don't know, I think it's pretty good. And you'd hear Cody say, I don't know, that's, it's bad. It wasn't um, good until the animation director did Bumblebee. 
which is true. Which is hey, true. But wh- it wasn't why, good. But the VFX right. Why, why? Why did you guys go to bat so hard for a hot rod? Why? Why? So a hot rod for me was a movie that still has not gotten old. I've probably yeah. seen this movie yeah. more than any other movie ever. Uh, yeah. Through what? college specifically, it was this movie where we'd be with like a group of friends and we'd find out that one person hadn't seen it and we'd be like, oh, well, we got to watch it like right mm-hmm. now. Like, yeah. put it on. It's so yeah. funny. They don't understand all the things we say all the time. Mm-hmm. They need to understand right. why, we, why we say cool beans and that we like to party and stuff like that. Uh, we were real cool. Yeah, sounds, sounds like, like it. Oh, <laughs> um, I mean, I, 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 I don't think I was as like you have to watch this movie, um, mm-hmm. but I did watch this movie a lot in high school and college. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, Mark and I have definitely watched this movie together multiple times. I think it's just a classic, like kind of along the same vein of Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah, where it's just like every single scene in this is iconic and hilarious. Yeah, um, and to me, like to me personally, this works way better than Napoleon Dynamite does. Um, which I still do like that movie. Um, but I'm kind of on record think, liking that one a little less than you guys. But I think that this is funnier. Yeah, I think this has more jokes. Yeah, absolutely has more jokes. Um, it feels in like its wardrobe and general production design inspired by Napoleon mm-hmm. Dynamite, uh, but it does have a wildly different feeling to it. It feels different. It's hard yeah. to pinpoint, but I I agree. It, it feels different, mm-hmm. and, and I think it's more of because I was trying to like figure out because. I famously didn't like Nacho Libre that much and Napoleon right. Dynamite I don't like as much as you guys. So I was like, okay, what is it about Hot Rod that works for me though? And I think it's because everyone outside of Rod's crew is a like is a just a normal person. They're not also like strange characters. They well, are all like I what what yes no. I'm his parent his mom (laughs) yeah because like will arnett's insane too Um, yeah but the guy that dances and throws flyers is also a crazy person he wants to be in the crew and i think he ends up being in the crew sort of of, kind of he's an ancillary member but but it's enough of the world is like okay you are and there's you're, you're they're also, at there's also it an entire town laughing at him yeah <laughs> yeah exactly but, but there's also an entire town that joins in on a uh, musical <laughs> number and, just goes and also insane. a riot yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> god that scene's incredible i don't know maybe uh, it's just the lonely, lonely no, island I, always works for me i get what you mean though like in, in this they are because napoleon dynamite is is a movie about an outsider and someone who feels mm-hmm. lame, but like it's an insane world at the same time. Nacho Libre right. is the same way. It's about in Hot Rod. I don't know. It, it's like, it's, but it's a Hot Rod different. is also not trying to be real realistic. And I no. guess yeah. Napoleon and Nacho Napoleon kind Dynamite of are. definitely is. Yeah, yeah. Napoleon and, Dynamite for sure. Nacho Libre to an extent. 
extent. Like, right. It's in it's in a world where wrestling is real and sure, it's yeah. not staged. So there's that that's not realistic. But like but Napoleon you have a sequence that just totally bends reality, like the cool beans sequence. Oh, the cool like beans that. completely breaks, the, yeah. the 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 musical sequence completely breaks totally, it. Yeah. Like the yeah. I mean he sees his spirit guides like there's uh, all that kind of just absurd fucking, thing there's the, a karate the, move that makes you poop your pants and not know why <laughs> <Right>. yes <laughs> there's the the footloose parody dance sequence in the uh oh, in the woods yes so which funny. leads into him falling down a hill for maybe for a so minute and a half long yeah. which uh, here's the thing i am not somebody who like as a rule rewatches movies all that often like mm-hmm. there's some that i rewatch yeah. but like i generally am watching new stuff you kind of watch things like to accomplish long lists like that's kind of like yes, your, that's, your whole that's typically <laughs> that's typically what i do but yeah. you know occasionally i'll rewatch things um hot rod is a movie i've rewatched but comedies typically don't always work on multiple right. viewings for me the exceptions are kind of wet hot and hot rod mm. and i failed as a boyfriend and husband because i thought olivia had seen this movie she hadn't oh shoot. That's this was her first time watching it which was a very awesome experience because like that's great. It's 13 years old and it mm-hmm. holds up. She was cracking yeah. up. Um, Laura, I, I couldn't I breathe showed... during the falling down scene and <laughs> I've seen it so, many it's times. It's so funny every time. <laughs> mm-hmm. well, Laura, you forget I had shown this to, um, shown this to her back in college, but it had been yeah. like seven years since we had seen it. So it right. was kind of like watching a new movie for her. And yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, it's it's it was good to like watch it through like relatively fresh eyes i guess because she had forgotten most of the jokes she had kind of like forgotten a lot of what it was about and stuff and right like who, who was in it i don't think she knew who bill Hader was back then um, yeah and now we watch barry so you know right yeah. i think every cast member is so good in it i think bill yeah. Hader is like next level in this movie He's funny. um i think danny mcbride is yeah killer the whole crew is cast really well yeah. Um, Yorma is great as like the little sweetheart in a sense. Yes, nerdy <laughs> He's guy. perfect in that role. Yeah, yeah. it's a little brother. Yeah, uh-huh. Isla um, Fisher is very funny. Isla Fisher is great. Yeah, yeah. I I like was like that is a role that could be not that great, but I think she still does very well in it. Mm-hmm. Except for she can't hold on to her fucking accent <laughs> at yeah, all. Yeah, which is fine. <laughs> which is it's fine. fine. It, it, yeah. Who cares? But there were several times where I was like, "Woof, lost hold of that one, didn't you, Isla?" Um, um, she is Sissy very Spacek British. as the mom mm-hmm. is such weird casting in a really small role that really doesn't get much. She doesn't um, really get a ton to do, but she is a voice of reason. Yeah. Uh, it like really reason. makes their house like feel more realistic to have her be like, your dad is dying. You right. can't mm-hmm. do this. And I say voice of reason, but she's not really because she just sits there and lets them do the insane <laughs> shit. Right. Yeah. Like there's like, the ending fight when he actually kicks Frank's ass where yeah. uh, where like Chris Parnell's character is like, should we stop them? And she just brushes it off. Like, she's no, like, oh, no, it's, no. It's Ian McShane as mm. Frank is so good, and he's I don't know not. How, how do they get those two? Since he's I don't know. Ian McShane. Ian McShane, I guess, was on Deadwood at this time. Yeah. Um, I I really haven't seen Ian McShane in all that much. 
Um, because when I think of Ian McShane, I do think, think of Pirates of the Caribbean yeah. on Stranger Tides. Yeah. Um, but I know that he is in a lot more things and is very good. But um, yeah, this, yeah, this was like is... in the middle of Deadwood, which he had just like, he was like originally like a villain. Mm-hmm. And then he was so good that he basically he became like one of the main characters, like protagonists. I thought he was the main character of Deadwood. So I guess I don't know. who. The no, main Timothy is. Oliphant is the main character. I thought he was the main character of Justified, <laughs> which I think he is both. He's They're both just... set in the West, but are like 200 years apart. <laughs> Timothy Oliphant. If you need a cowboy, he's, he's going to be it. If you need a space cowboy or Oh, absolutely. Cowboy. Because he shows up in Mando and is mm-hmm. good in that episode, but he is just a cowboy man yeah. in yeah. that episode. Um, also, if you need a space cowboy, you can call Mitski. Uh, that's a song uh, for all of you indie music lovers. A space cowboy is also a, a Casey, Casey Musgrave, Musgrave song. song yeah. Oh, you know what? For I was thinking Casey Musgraves. My bad. All right. <laughs> so okay. I'm, a, I'm a poser. I don't know anything about music. I was trying to seem cool. Um, don't hate me. Um, Space Cowboys is That's... a Clint Eastwood movie, I think. Tommy Lee Jones is in it? I'm, I'm sure. Donald Sutherland is in it. <laughs> I, I should watch Space Cowboys. I, I bet I would it. like it. Here's the thing. I like a lot of Clint Eastwood movies um that i've seen but i also he has a billion so i have not seen that many space cowboys is like did you guys watch space camp growing up fuck yes it's it's literally (laughs) the same movie as space camp except they're old instead of young okay sounds great yeah (laughs) best picture um Um, so let's talk about the plot a little bit mostly because i want to talk about how insane the plot is um is it insane well yes well it's insane and i'll Explain okay. why Let's in the way the plot, that I explain I the plot. Okay. It is about a loser wannabe stunt man yeah. who mm-hmm. wants to raise enough money to mm-hmm. save his stepfather's life so that he can kick his stepfather's ass. Right. So it's just yes. the last part of that sentence that is the weird part. But yeah. like but that's, that's his driving like, his yeah. driving force is not to like do a good thing. It's to kick his ass. Right. Which is so funny. Like it would be one thing if the plot of the movie was like to save somebody that he loves, but it's to save somebody so that he could beat him in a fair fight. And it'd be right. different if like halfway through the movie, he has a change of heart and decides not to beat up his dad. But that's right. literally the last se- scene of the movie is him beating the shit out of his stepdad. <laughs> yeah. I still, and it's great. I, I still feel like this movie does have a bit of heart to it where yeah, like, I mean, is. you know, there is, which I think is why like it works pretty mm-hmm. well for me. Like you still feel kind of the emotions and scenes. At least I do. None of it really rings all that false to me. It does, but it kind of uses comedy to pull you out of it. Like, mm-hmm. there's that first scene where he's looking at the picture of his dad, and then he just makes the silly cry face and screams <laughs> at Kevin to get out. <laughs> yeah. Then, then there's the other scene at the restaurant where he got stood up by the by the date. Yeah. And uh, he's showing Isla Fisher. Um, not Denise. Denise is the person who stood him up. What is her name in this movie? No, her name's Denise. Her name's Denise. Yeah, Kathy I don't know is the... The, Kathy is the name of the okay other person. Yeah, yeah. Denise. Um, sorry, Denise is Rod's sister. That's how I like I. Yeah. I remember. <laughs> Why is Rod kissing his sister? <laughs> Denise isn't his sister. Yeah, um, exactly. But uh, he's showing him the he's showing her the picture and describing how he died. But how he died is just so violent and hilarious. Uh, it's very it, funny. Like, it kind of like sucks any 
the way out of it for me. The way he says yeah. he died instantly the next day <laughs> is, I mean, <laughs> kills really me every funny. time. Yeah, really funny. Um, yeah, I, I, I think this movie is outstanding. It, it really is kind of emblematic. It, it, it's very strange that like it's not written by at least not credited to any of the Lonely Island people. And it feels so much like their thing. Yeah, I mean, the movie was written with Will Ferrell in mind. Which, let's talk about it. it, I think it makes sense in terms of, like, it's a Mm -hmm. man-child. I mean, that's kind of it. But he was also doing kind of like sports movies, like semi-pro at the time. uh, Blades of Glory comes out this particular year. Okay, let's play this game. If if Will Ferrell's Rod Gimble, who's the rest of the crew? I don't know because that movie feels bad to me. Like it doesn't it's feel like it's different. as good. I don't think any of the emotional beats would work for you if just by moving. Not, nothing against. I don't think like no. Will I Ferrell like Will can, Ferrell. Will Ferrell's he, he's more a great actor. Will Ferrell but, is more my guy than like Jim Carrey or Adam Sandler is. Like I do really like but, Will Ferrell. But it's any actually Andy Samberg. Andy Samberg is more of my guy, is yeah. the truth. Um, yeah. But I, I, I really, really like Will Ferrell. I like Elf. I like Step Brothers. I like he, he makes kicking and screaming is fantastic. I too, need to watch that one. Oh, you um, haven't seen it? Oh, it's very mm-hmm. funny. Wait, but, hold on. Which kicking and screaming do you mean? Not the I do. Back. I do mean the Will Ferrell one, and not okay. the Bob back one. I didn't really care. I like Noah Bombback a lot. It's one of my favorite films. I didn't really I liked, like that. I didn't really either. care for kicking and screaming. Yeah. But no, I just the, remember the, like the one where in high school and reading AV Club and then talking about how great kicking and screaming is. And I was like, really? Like, <laughs> I didn't think it was the best Will Ferrell movie. But it's fun. Like, Will Ferrell coaches his son's yeah. soccer team and he asks legendary coach Mike Ditka to be his uh-huh. assistant coach. Well, and he Mike does is a football it. guy. I know. Which is basically the Ted Lasso bit. But, hey, uh, have you guys watched Ted Lasso yet? By the way, not yet. I know no, I Ted Lasso fucking rules, guys. I'm it's watching, so good. I'm still watching Penis 15. Yeah, Ted Lasso is just like heartwarming, like and not in a, but it is still funny. I don't know. It's really good. It's pleasant to watch. Okay, I just fucking watch it. Just I watch it. I gotta finish the boys, then the crown. No, no you can watch a comedy show while watching a drama show because they're different. I'm watching links. I think you should leave and the Animaniacs. Okay, well you've okay. seen I think you should leave. You're I watching, haven't seen you're I, watching, I famously I think you never should leave. seen I, I think you should leave. <laughs> I think you should leave is two hours long total. It is one <laughs> yeah. Movie. Like how are you still watching it is the other thing. I watch it slowly. I have a lot of like things in the fire. I also gotta watch the Simpsons and the Animaniacs and the right stuff. I am also watching Animaniacs. Um, and it's pretty good. I like like it a lot in some moments, and then in other moments, I'm like, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, I mean, it's like <laughs> it's a sketch show, a sketch like a cartoon show where, like, you know, there's three segments and two of them are usually good. Yeah, I, I think it's like sometimes their attempts at modern day stuff doesn't all their Trump stuff. I don't know fully works for me. I think no. it's amazing that it's in the show because I'm like, what the fuck they're doing Trump jokes in this cartoon show that's ostensibly for children. But they're fairly weak Trump jokes. Yeah, and it, they're also two year old Trump jokes. There was a Leroy Jenkins joke, and that was really that really made me not 
feel great. Um, but it, but that show makes me laugh. Anyway, um, the theme song is maybe one of the greatest theme songs of all time. It just it's an earworm for sure. Earworm for sure. Up there. Um, Hot Rod. Um, so Will Ferrell is of, what we were talking oh, about. We were talking about Will Ferrell. Yeah. So who else would be in the crew? I mean, I feel like John C. Riley is the Danny McBride character. Yeah, yeah. like Paul Rudd could be the Bill Hader. Yeah. I'm trying to think of like who could be Kevin. Well, He's I don't like, know if there would be sweet. a Kevin because they don't have to like. I I think that unless it was like a, a super younger person and that was like kind of the joke is that like he's like will ferrell's still sticking around and he's like 40 but then like his stepbrother is like 12 yeah i i don't really know what age people are supposed to be in this movie yeah it's, i don't either it kind of feels like post high school college age i feel that but then will arnett throws me off <laughs> see my theory is that they're like back from college isla fisher's like going to college out of state comes back to live at her parents house yeah. but it's like she's like one of those like 20 year olds that's dating like a 30 year old and it's like kind of it's kind of a weird relationship and their relationship is extremely weird i kind of feel like they're 23 like i think it's like immediately the year following college if they went to college that that's but what right, kind of makes sense to me nobody in the crew did go to college but denise yeah exactly that that's what it feels like to me it's just a little on the older side but not too much yeah but will Annette is still like at least I, uh, five years older than everyone yeah yeah yeah, yeah. definitely um yeah and, i don't know what, and, who would have been the kevin role but well i i was so I didn't say this, but I, I was thinking, I don't know if they would have a Kevin role because there isn't like a third member of Lonely Island to fit in the movie. You know what True. I mean? Like I, they probably wanted Yorma to be oh, in the movie, okay. but like he just couldn't play the other. The I other can't imagine characters. this movie without him, though. No, he is well, integral. It's a very different movie with Will Ferrell, I imagine. True. Uh, yeah, I think so. I mean, yeah, and his dad would probably be Richard Jenkins. Um, that's just his dad from Step Brothers, but it I, makes yeah. sense to me. You know he, what? His, like his a, half brother could be John C. Riley. Yeah, True. and then have if the it Danny. was just the cast of Step Brothers, but yeah. this was the plot of it instead. Oh, and Adam Scott would be the Will Arnett. Um, <laughs> and then, Which is Adam Scott being the bully in Step Brothers is very funny, anyways. I think he just like is very he doesn't funny. play that role all that often. No, <laughs> like, like but it's Parks also not Rec, that different like, from his other roles, where he's just like kind of like a button-down right, right, the right. bourbon guy. Yeah. yeah, he looks the same. He's just more of a dick. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. So yeah, the Will Ferrell movie would have been way different. I I obviously prefer this version i i just have been a lonely island fan forever yeah. you know i just like, watched yeah. pop star again uh sort of, oh it's so good because we were doing hot rod too i decided to watch it and but but all, both yeah. of them were underrated movies instantly mm-hmm. yeah um and both with... of them are movies that like i put this in my review for pop star but it's true of hot rod too like i don't think there's a 45 second window in either movie where i don't laugh at least one time yeah oh absolutely like every every line is either like a plot or a joke and it's mostly usually a joke 
Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think Popstar is like a masterpiece of sorts, like because the music in it is so good. Mm-hmm, I yeah. think the emotional three line in that one's good. I think there are some mm-hmm. just scenes. The B scene murders me. Oh, my yes. God. I, I that like I about fell out of my chair in the movie theater. Like I was yeah. so surprising and yeah. just so funny. I mean, Seal getting tackled by the wolves. wolves. We might good. not want to talk um, about this too much because there's, there's a chance. Yeah. To talk about I don't know for sure. 2015 has a fuck ton of movies, yeah. but, but there's a chance. It's very good. Um, yeah, but it's also you guys... weird, like this, uh, the Hot Rod as a Lonely Island project to not really have much of a music backbone. Yeah. That's the one thing about it that doesn't feel... Lonely Island specifically. Yeah. It does have a lot of music in it though. Yeah. Like, but it's like there's a lot of montages with good music. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's the dance um, sequence in the woods. We talked the dance about. sequence in the woods, the, the, cool the marching in the street. Down. Yeah. Um there's a lot of things I, that feel like sketches. Yeah. Like the oh, whole yeah. musical number turns into um riot. Oh, riot. And yeah. with a follow-up punchline of Danny McBride holding the TV saying it was like really messed <laughs> up what happened back there, which is yeah. so funny. And the fact that it like, he keeps going on it. Like <laughs> he it, it, like keeps going. Um, I, I kind of wish the Lonely Islands, Lonely Island boys would tackle a full on musical. Well, they did bang bros. Bash Bros. Bash Bros. That's true. Bang Bros. Is <laughs> yeah, Chad, maybe Mark cut out me saying Bang is. Bros. I'm not going to cut Bang Bros. That's do you, fine. Do you, do you want me to? Is it embarrassing? No, it's okay. Like, if my mom happens to listen to this, I don't think she knows what I don't Bang think Bros she knows. is. So. Yeah, they, okay. they did Bash Bros, but I am I mean, like, a full-scale big thing. But the problem yeah. is no movie they ever make makes any fucking money. So, like, right. they, Unfortunately, yeah. they're not going to be given a huge budget until they make something they... for a streamer is will be the solution what if they went like the the route of the south park guys and did like a proper broadway musical it would be incredible yeah um they they did that touring show of lonely island that was supposed to be great but and bash bros also toured right akiva's next thing is do you guys remember this because i sent it to you guys in a fucking fury oh, on it's twitter the fucking uh yeah rescue, rescue rangers, rangers yeah. is <laughs> okay, akiva's I, next project I do love that. Watching the shit out of that. I love that as a kid. And like, if you can take what I loved as a kid and combine it with something I love as an adult, The Lonely Island. It is supposedly a a meta take, which, you know, does send some shivers up my spine. But the fact that it's a a Kiva attached to it. Yeah, someone you trust. Yeah, fine. Like, if, if you heard like an... No offense to this man. But if you heard that Ryan Reynolds was producing a meta take on something, you might be like i might would be a little hesitant until they announce the writers Mm -hmm. for example i am (laughs) really very excited for deadpool 3 which because it's being written by bob's burgers writers and i like those people quite a bit um but yeah so but yeah akiva rescue rangers like i i am very excited to see what that movie now that is is a live action movie or it's animated or a bit of both. Uh, it's a I think it's like a live action hybrid. Like the Tom right. and Jerry thing, probably. Well, hopefully Ish. better than what that trailer looks like. The trailer's got good gags, but all the mm-hmm. human stuff in it looks well that's not good. that's kind of the thing about Tom and Jerry though, is like it's never really story driven, it's just gag driven. So like right. the best Tom and Jerry is just going to be like, yeah, minor story just so we can set up these set pieces that are 
fun right. gags. Right. Um, um, that's what but, I hope the movie is. It's just simple. Just like Chloe Grace Moretz wants to catch the mouse. And yeah. right. the mouse keeps causing bad stuff to happen. Right. I, uh, I also... I, sorry back to tom and jerry i think that what's what's important about tom and jerry is how much you cheer for jerry yeah yeah um and i wonder how the movie's gonna pull that off that's really interesting that your thing is like how much you cheer for jerry because i are you a tom guy you cheered for get the fuck out of here i didn't i didn't cheer from for him but i always felt bad for him because like they both were trying to kill each other most of the time and tom always got the short end of the it's like kind of feeling bad for wally coyote like he is doing the wrong thing but i feel a little bad Uh, for him okay jerry is doing it in self-defense jerry completely no, so, Jerry is not self-defense only. No way. Yeah, he is. He, he's no, he's not. To, he is instigating shit all the he's, time. He's not an instigator. And okay, with no. Wiley Coyote, I think you have a really bad take because Roadrunner hey, isn't ever instigating shit. He is only ever... Beep, beep. He's only... He's completely minding his own business. Wiley Coyote comes out of nowhere and tries uh, to murder yeah. him. But so are you saying you never feel bad for like Elmer Fudd when like Bugs is fucking with him? Well, Elmer or? Fudd has that like really pitiful voice. He's like, oh, <laughs> and you just want to hug him. Um, So I don't really know why we started talking about tunes, except for the fact that like this movie in ways does feel like a live action tune. Yeah. Andy Samberg, I think, is best when he's kind of being a larger than life um cartoon character of a person mm-hmm. like i really liked uh palm springs it was a it was a cute fun movie but like him as like a more serious lead i don't know if he was honestly the right choice as much as i love him fascinating i love um, him in palm springs he feels like, perfect to me in palm springs he's not bad i think you could have gotten somebody better to be that character wow that's really interesting because he like uh, for whatever reason it like he is legitimately like perfect in that movie to me yeah i really like him in that movie when he's doing his like just having a party stuff at like the wedding where he's just like messing with people i think he's good it's the more like serious stuff with like you know getting into a relationship with this girl that i'm like I don't totally buy it. I don't know if it's just I can't really take him seriously because that sure. might be part of it. Yeah. I've just seen him be silly for his whole career. I don't know. Cause it's, it was like off putting a little bit the first time I saw Will Ferrell or someone like that take on a role that wasn't just silly. Yeah. Um, like Stranger Than Fiction is, which is a good movie and I like it. Right. But like it is a little weird to see him not just be a man child. I mean, I would be really interested in Andy Samberg's like Oscar play, <laughs> you know, yeah. like what is the serious movie that Andy does? Um, kind of interested to see Bill Hader do that. Uh, you know, there's well, going to be a lot you gotta of gotta watch Barry, people. man. I know, I know. Yeah, Barry. I feel like Bill Hader is closer to it than Andy Samberg because even oh, sure. in, even like in Palm Springs, he's still playing someone that's kind of like driven to the edge of insanity yeah talk about like i mean maybe i should go back on my palm springs bit take a little bit because there are moments in that movie where he is like a live action cartoon like literally Mm -hmm. taking of the bomb out of the wedding cake and all this stuff that just like i've never seen stuff like that in in live action before it's usually just reserved for cartoons right um 
yeah so so there is still that element and then like uh, bill Hader, he's got like it chapter two where like that was a i mean he plays like a character who isn't really taken that seriously um, yeah as a kid but like he has to do some serious stuff in that um yeah that's true it, it, he is good in that movie that movie just unfortunately kind of doesn't yeah, work i remember yeah. nothing from that movie absolutely nothing. i remember, I remember that uh pennywise showed everyone their their darkest horror and then yeah. to bill Hader, he just said you're gay and i'm gonna tell everybody all right and that was a choice yeah I, I i think it just is like if that ending falls apart of how they kill it because it's just like oh just do the same thing again and it's like well <laughs> right. like they, they decided not to bring in the crazy shit where they see like a god turtle and stuff and it's like god. if you're gonna do it do it i don't know they literally stand like, around him and just say you're a clown you're yeah, a clown and that, just, they just like bully him back to hell yeah, has anyone has anyone tried doing that with donald trump just like standing in a circle around him and telling him he's a clown <laughs> Yeah, it's called the White House press briefing. Uh, yeah. So we know that, that that doesn't work. You're you're saying that today on the day where they're claiming that the like transfer is actually going to finally start. Yeah, Don't this is the day us. that we should be I'm celebrating not, Donald yeah. Trump. Yeah, <laughs> well, I'm not saying him on the that. back I'm not for, saying that. for begrudgingly saying like we're still fighting this tooth and nail. Uh, yeah, well, he can, I, I'm he just can saying like let's things. let's let's not jinx us anymore. Is basically, uh, um, you know make it any worse than it is um because he he is our top listener you know so <laughs> i don't want to yeah he is our number one fan i mean well, what I else is he tagged, doing i have tagged the podcast as like including donald trump every single uh -huh. week so and we do post it exclusively on parlor um <laughs> should we make a parlor account for the no podcast? stop <laughs> <laughs> absolutely not it's a bad place to be um let's let's talk about um let's let's talk a little bit about um you know how successful this movie was not um, very not very <laughs> it made 14.3 million dollars on a 25.3 million budget that's what we call not great it is it is the level of unsuccessful that mark and i I don't know if you remember this, Mark, but we went to hunt for it at Hastings, which was our local college, uh, you know, movie store. And they basically had one copy. Like, really? it, it was really hard to find. It's hard to find. The DVD is essentially out of print. Like, if That's you look, crazy. if you I, look, like, have a DVD, I wonder if I got it me from too. Hastings. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I like if you look on Amazon right now, let me look just to double check. Um, but I'm I think it's one of those where it's like, Oh, you can get the DVD for uh, $45. Wow. Um, let me, oh, no, never mind. You can get it for five bucks. Right, there was something I, I was seeing where it's still, I remember it being incredibly hard to find at points, but now it's fine and I could get it on Blu ray for uh, $8.76. I swear, I, I remember it being a thing in Auburn where we it's, were trying okay. to get it from Hastings you can be, and it was hard. You were wrong on this one. It's I wasn't. Well, I was wrong about the Amazon thing, but yeah. I was not wrong in that it was hard to find. Um, what's a little fucked up, though, is it's got a 39% on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay, that's a war crime. Yeah, isn't it? Like that's. Well, I feel I like mean, this is a pretty universal... Like, everyone I've talked now, to... Yeah who has seen this movie 
like said. Yeah. Well, this is one of those things where like Rotten Tomatoes for movies that came out from probably like this point forward, it's capturing like the like the day of reaction. Yes. Whereas like everything before this is catching like kind of retroactive reactions. That's true. And and this was the day of reaction. And I think like a lot of the critics who we follow now all think this movie is a masterpiece, but their careers weren't necessarily started in 2007. Yeah. And they were like, they weren't knowing what to expect from an Andy Samberg movie. Right. This was probably like, you know, there's not a whole lot of great SNL movies, especially from like people that are like brand new SNL stars. What do you guys? So this isn't really an SNL movie because it's not produced by Lorne. Which it is. is kind it of is. No, he's in. Oh, the, it is. He's in the yeah. credits. Yeah. Oh, it may count. It's not a spinoff of a sketch, which is no, the other it's thing. A, that it's original. Is. Yeah. But okay, he did produce it. So yeah, I mean, he's definitely. Oh wait, 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 wait. I think he has that deal where he automatically produces any of the. Yep. actors movies while they're on the show yeah i think that's a deal he has mm. in place i don't know for sure maybe i'm talking out of my ass Allegedly. could also be i mean if it was originally going around as a will ferrell movie that it makes could have something sense. to do with so what is the best snl movie you guys think i mean there's kind of an obvious I mean, answer most of them i have not watched i'm kind right. of running a blank here on, in fact i think i don't have any examples of ones that I've watched, but like Wayne's World, Wayne's World Brothers, is the answer. Yeah, I haven't seen kind of yeah. seen Wayne's World. You, I haven't either. But that's you the guys consensus. need to watch Wayne's World. Mm-hmm. Wayne's World legitimately like is similar to Hot Rod to me, where like yeah. I crack up constantly at it. It is really funny. I've not met a single other person who thinks this, but I, when I watched it years ago, really enjoyed Night at the Roxbury. Interesting. I yeah. also have never heard anybody who yeah. had that reaction. I think there are Night of the funny. Roxbury fans. Like, yeah. yeah, there's like a, a running bit where I don't even remember who this character is. He's some like high up executive, but he'd be like standing on the other room, other side of the room with somebody and he'd ask him, did you just touch my ass? And it would like make them really uncomfortable. They'd be like, no, no sir, I, I didn't touch your ass. It's like, Okay. Uh, it's just the a joke reverse Harvey Weinstein. It's just a joke that stuck with me for some reason. That's really why. funny. I find it very funny. You guys absolutely should watch Wayne's World. I should. I should. Like it's it's similar to this where like it just has scenes that like break reality and yeah. it's so fucking funny. I haven't yeah, seen uh, MacGruber, but I've heard that that one. A lot of people up. swear by that one. Yeah. That one didn't necessarily work for me that well, but I guess I should revisit Isn't it before that also the TV Akiva? show comes out. I think so. Yes. Um. Yeah. I definitely need to watch that. I love mm-hmm. those sketches. Yeah, those sketches always made me laugh. Um. So let's. Uh. I mean, I guess it's time to kind of start wrapping up and by wrapping up i mean it's time to talk about our alumni who have we seen in other movies guys any guesses uh uh, it's Um, literally nobody yeah (laughs) we've not seen anybody in this cast before i mean i think that a lot of these people will come up again um interesting maybe when when cody picks on stranger tides um, (laughs) right 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 or we pick Confessions of a Shopaholic or um, I pick, uh, what's that movie that's coming out like in three weeks? Um, and I'm going to watch it because it's on Disney Plus. I don't know and it's like, about. it's like, it's like, it's uh, Godmothered. Godmothered. It's Isla oh, okay. Fisher. I'm doing Noel for 2000. 
19. Oh, okay, good. I mean, one of us might legitimately pick Palm Springs. True, actually. <laughs> and this nightmare year, probably. Yeah. Very good. Um, so, yeah, we, we have not had any uh, Best Picture alumni, but we have had some cape checks. So, who in this movie has been in a superhero film, guys? Lego, Batman, Will Arnett. Will Arnett, also host of Lego Masters, my favorite show to watch. No, I know. I just, I just, no, I know. It's just Lego Batman. And I guess technically the Lego movie where he plays Batman, but, um, and Lego. Uh, movie movie two, 2 where he also yeah. plays Batman yeah. but um, he is the host of Lego Masters which did just get renewed for season 2 and is produced by Brad Pitt and it's a really good show that's a true Bizarre. fact Brad Pitt produces the Fox show about Lego building um, yeah. it's great uh, two other people uh, are two other people mm-hmm. is yep. Isla Fisher in something yes she is you guys are going to get really mad at me but I stand by this one <laughs> Uh, she is in Rise of the Guardians, which is what it's is a owl, owl movie. No, you oh, freaking idiot! Legend of whatever that's, that that's is. Guardians of the Gahul. Yes, that's Legends of the Guardians. Uh, the Owls right. of Gahul. So this is uh, like which the is Santa a Claus Zack Snyder one? film. This is the one where Santa Claus, Jack Frost, Easter oh. Bunny, and they're essentially gotcha. superheroes in it. That movie is actually really good and. We should watch that. Might point. be a stretch for a cape check, but it's a stretch. But hey, I feel like we're mostly talking lot. about MCU and DC. I'm and, not <laughs> because okay. we run out of them sometimes. Um, and then there's one more. And I think one of us saw this movie. And then based on that person's reaction, the Bill rest of us Hader, didn't see it. it? It's not. Mm-mm. It came out in 2019. Superhero movie oh, that came out in 2019 that I think two of us didn't see, which should be a hint of sorts, since it, we all watch most superhero movies. Is it X-Men? Oh Hellboy. Oh it is Hellboy. Oh. Ian McShane is Hellboy's dad in Hellboy 2019. Oh, man. I watched okay. Hellboy and do not remember anything about that movie. <laughs> I think you're the one. I You were the one I was thinking about who had seen it. You haven't seen it, yeah. right, Chad? I've yeah. not. No, I just I was trying to think of like superhero movies I did not see last year. And <laughs> right. like it was and like that was okay, the one. Avengers Endgame, Spider-Man Far From Home. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Um, so so that's our cape check. Okay. Um so I think the last thing we need to do before we finish up is we need to rank the movies of 2007. Gotcha. And Cody, I remember what they are, but could you just give us uh-huh. your ranking first so that I, yes, can, I so will, that the I audience that. can remember? Sure, absolutely. So uh, I'm going. I'll start. I'll start in first place. That's the fine way to do that. Uh, the first place for me is No Country for Old Men. Uh, second is Sunshine. Third is Hot Rod for me. Four is Darjeeling Unlimited. Um, and five is There Will Be Blood, which is probably a crime for a lot Absolutely of Absolutely insane. Podcast. You know what sucks though, Cody? Yeah. <laughs> is that my order is No Country for Old Men in first place, Darjeeling Unlimited uh-huh. in second. Sure. Probably Hot Rod in third. Yeah. And then I'm going to do Sunshine. Yeah. And then uh, I'm going to do No Country for Old Men in fifth place. No, you're not. You're going to do There oh. Will Be Blood. <laughs> Sorry. What? So that's the thing about those two movies. It's yes. like mix uh-huh. the titles up. And then, yep. yeah. They're yep. both very wordy titles that are period pieces set in the West. There yep. Will Be Blood is my As, last place. Yep, no Country is like the best movie ever. So, um, Mark, what is your ranking? Um, 
I would probably go No Country for Old Men. Uh-huh. And then I might actually pick Hot Rod above There Will Be Blood, even though that okay. is my movie from this year. Yeah. Um. And then, so those are two and three kind of tied, but probably yeah. Hot Rod above. And That's then wild. probably... Awesome. Sunshine it's almost like Mark should have Darjeeling. It's almost like Mark should have picked Hot Rod like he was originally going to do, which and I what that, I wanted him to do because I had watched There Will Be Blood a month and a half I before we think, recorded the episode. I do think that can be what these bonus episodes are like. No, it's for, fine. It's filling I'm not in mad. those gaps where it's like <laughs> oh, I should have done this. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I I think that Mark made a good bet that Hot Rod would be the picky, <laughs> even though there were <laughs> even though we had it. said for. <laughs> Eight weeks that it was going to be paranormal activity. I just had Sorry. some intuition. So you said Sunshine Fourth or Sunshine Fifth? Sunshine Four, and then Darjeeling as Fifth. Okay. Sorry, Chad. Hey, um, uh, you picked my movie last, so breaking. So did Cody. Yes, yeah, so I know. I. But you I, voted to be for fair, Darjeeling. Oh no, you voted for Sunshine. Over Darjeeling. To be fair, I, I also put Darjeeling fourth, so I'm the asshole in this scenario. Um. Uh, how <laughs> what because i because my guest host i ranked oh, both of their right. movies the lowest which is not what i always do but yeah. um you think our opinions time. are trash it's okay yeah that's why i host a show with you guys so, so you guys can, can like find me on parlor.com no nope. uh, <laughs> uh-huh. no. uh, yes yeah, so, chad tell people where to find you and tell them about a movie that you're excited about coming yeah, up because the holiday find... season is coming up and we're snuggling in by the fireplaces and watching flicks you can find me on instagram and letterboxd at chad a oliver you can also find me fleeting on twitter.com at the same handle uh chad a oliver Uh um and a movie i'm looking forward to i cannot remember the name of it right happiest season happiest season the hap happiest season of all uh and uh, just to be sure, because I'm not, that is the uh, lesbian yes. Christmas movie, right? It okay, is good. The Kristen good. Stewart, Mackenzie Davis. Looks great. Uh, yeah, I, it's it got a forgettable title because it's kind of generic. So that is why I'm not sure. It's I'm it's a Christmas right movie. movie. They yeah. kind of have to have yeah. generic titles yeah. to some degree. I'm excited about it too. It looks, yeah, it it looks just, really fun. You know, it's similar to like uh, Love, Simon. It feels like one of those movies where it's like, it's not going to like blow your mind, but it's like important to have those like middle tier movies um, mm-hmm. represent. That have queer protagonists. Yeah. 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 Um, Mark, where can people find you? And what are you, you can excited find about? me at Watlington Mark on all of the socials, not Parlor. Uh, I don't want to dox myself on Parlor. Uh, I'm kidding. I'm not on Parlor. I am a rational human being. <laughs> I um, joined it, looked around, and I deleted the app. I think yeah, my account smart still move. exists, but yeah, yeah, it's yeah. A nightmare over there. Yeah, I, I've <laughs> seen screenshots, and the even the UI is kind of scary. No, the UI is the it's scariest a, part. It's horrific. <laughs> Um, a movie I'm excited for is Lovers Rock. 
and okay. uh, red, white, and blue. Uh huh. And the other two movies from also those are TV episodes, but it's fine and it's really funny to me because Mark is a dumbass. Because you can find me at Cody Lunsford underscore on Twitter and Instagram, and you can find me at Cody Lunsford on Letterbox. And the movie I'm looking forward to that I was gonna let Mark take, but he's a dumb hey, shit. Uh, I'm not allowed I to repeat most... my movies. <laughs> oh right, you did it way earlier. That's right. But I personally am excited for David Fincher's Mank, which Mank, will Mank. come out before the next episode. I hope we all get to watch it before uh, the episode drops. It'll be tight, but uh, Mank. Mank. We're gonna. What if there was Mank it till we Mank it? I guess we all should kind of rewatch Citizen Kane soon. Also, um, I was kind of planning on it, and then yeah, me too. Now, now's the time. Olivia's never seen it, and it's like one of those old movies that is like not really that hard to watch, in my experience. No, it's also like ninety minutes, right? Yeah, it's not that, uh, that long. I think it's longer than that, but, but it's not like Ben Hur or Gone with the Wind or fucking yeah. Lawrence of Arabia. It it, it sure. is like a reasonable movie. Yeah. Like, it doesn't have like it, an intermission in it or anything, right? And it and it like moves. It's not that boring. Yeah, it's it's good. Hey, have you seen that video? <laughs> have you seen that video of Donald Trump deconstructing Citizen Kane? No. Okay. So what happened was, it was like a um, people were asking important people what their favorite movie was. Yeah. And uh, Donald Trump has never seen a movie, so like he just <laughs> he just said Citizen Kane. Do but, I think he but his like- but his like critique of it is like he he seems to have a handle on like what it's about but then it no he doesn't it influenced his life in zero way no he he like it's the people who watch like the boys and like like homelander which i still don't know how that happens i'm sorry no that's that's not what the have you watched the video though i haven't watched the video yeah watch the video because he's actually like talking about how like money isn't going to make him happy and he's like talking about all these things but like he fucking is charles foster i know it's weird that he can't see it that's what literally he becomes president when is that video from like 2004 2006. oh so when yeah, he like actually had his wits about him a little bit a little more than uh, he does did, there are there are reports now that the movies he watches are john claude van damme movies that are edited to only be action scenes yes yes that that like has his attention span won't last that long like that's a real thing he like <laughs> he supposedly watches blood sport with don jr and fast forwards to the talking scenes that's like a real report that came out <laughs> Which- about that's incredible. Yeah. Uh, hey, you know what I say? Release the Dawn cut <laughs> of, of Bloodsport. Yeah, I want him to like go into film curation now, <laughs> so I can like go to a movie theater. Well, like you know how every president has a fucking library. His yeah. is just gonna be a like fucking movie gallery of just like action it's movies like, from the '80s that are just tits and blood. Yeah. Instead of a library, the art of the just, deal he's well. gonna have a, a never, never, bur- or like a never-ending flame that's just book burning. <laughs> <laughs> oh, can you tell we feel good today? Um, all right, so that's it, guys. Thanks for listening. Sorry, our podcast is political. Uh, I'm the number one political podcast about yeah. movies from our birth years. Um, but thanks everybody for listening, and remember, you know, pools are perfect for holding water. On the next episode of Best Pictures, we're going to have a uh, special guest on, uh, Jason Hammonds of the That Might Be Cool Network. Uh, And we're going to talk about 
his pick for a Christmas movie we should talk about, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Uh, this is our holiday special, and uh, you can rent it wherever you find movies. That's Amazon. That's iTunes. That's uh, Voodoo. I think you can on Voodoo, um, yeah. yeah. Apple TV is where Apple. I normally rent my movies from. Hey, is Jason technically our boss? Uh, he's kind of a hands-off guy, but yeah. I'm your right. boss. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm the boss. Fuck off, Cody. <laughs> Cody's our supervisor. Yeah. And Jason is our producer. Yeah. 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 